So, how about them video games, huh? <laughs> <laughs> love, love the game gear. God damn, God damn it! Did you pick up your game gear? I have my game gear and I didn't get it. God damn. <laughs> what? I'm playing some Shinobi right now. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I should get some Shinobi up. Fuck yeah, that road's really hard. How do people play Shinobi? Oh, crap. <laughs> well, what you need is you need the Eye of Prophecy. Oh, the Eye of Prophecy would help, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome oh, to Rough Cuts. <laughs> we watch Surf Ninjas. <laughs> Dogs. They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. Presents an awesome, ripping, totally stoked. Get on with it. New movie, Surf Ninjas. It's the story of these kids who get booted from their country by this evil dude. That was then. Now they're growing up in L.A. But I said... And their life's one major vacation. He's got a waxy old band wave friction-reducing vehicle. Surfboard. But some gnarly ninjas give them a blast from their past. Those boys die tonight. So they gotta split with their one-eyed guru, her highnesses, huh? And go back and save their country. You gotta see Ernie Reyes Jr. Rob Schneider. He can get a job as a sushi chef, no problem. Wild thing, Tone Loke. Brothers don't serve. And Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> as Colonel Chief. <laughs> in a film by Neil Israel. Surf Ninjas. I love the part when I was like. Ah! <laughs> I'm your host, Ilion. This is my wonderful co host, The Boyks. Yep. And, of course, we have special guest this week, Ryudo. Yeah, I get to watch video games and talk about video games. It's a video yeah. game movie. Welcome. This movie did have more video game content <laughs> than it has surf content, so I'll give it that. It had more dogs than I was expecting, too. <laughs> Oddly yes. enough. Then we ended up with like three dogs. There was a few at the end I wasn't sure of, but uh, there was a significant amount of dogs compared to everything else. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there were more scenes with a dog in them than there were scenes with a surfboard in them. That might be true, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, the dog at the beginning, the, sh the, the shirt on the dog or the dog on the shirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think you're actually, yeah. I think it's beating it out. That's true. <laughs> well, like, so... We watched uh, Surf Ninjas, by the way, mm. 93. This is like middle of the the early 90s, late 80s ninja craze of kids' movies. There's like Three Ninjas, Beverly Hills Ninja, Ninja Turtles. God, how... There's so many ninja movies. <laughs> American Ninja. Warriors of Virtue, if that counts. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, if you go just like slightly to the left... If you just of, go but... slightly to the left of that, exactly. You get Karate Kid, and you get like Samurai yeah. Pizza Cats, and you get like oh. all of the... You get all, all that stuff, stuff too, yeah. right? Like, there was just this whole like martial arts ninja... I mean, you even have... Oh, God. What's the David Carradine like TV show? Oh, I don't even the martial remember. arts. 
God, what was that yeah. called again? But that, like, you, you get all kinds of stuff like that. Like, it's just constant in that time where everything was martial arts of some kind. Generally ninjas, but every mm. once in a while you'd get other things. Yeah, there were also, like, tons of ninja video games on the yeah. NES. And... Like Shinobi for the Game Gear. <laughs> Shinobi for the Game Gear. <laughs> to be fair, I, I played that Game Gear for that, like, intro, and it's dead. Those batteries are gone. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got. You're not, you don't have a privacy to keep it uh, battery charged the entire time. It's a goddamn shame. No, no. You can actually mod the Game Gear nowadays for USB C with a lithium ion battery, but it still dies in 10 seconds. It's the damnedest (laughs) thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. I have Game Gear facts (laughs) (laughs) and mods at the same time. Yeah. So let's discuss uh, Surf Ninjas. This is a Rob Schneider joint. Hooray. And, and Leslie Nielsen, which is an actor I thought I liked until I, until we started doing the podcast. And now I'm like, I don't know. I would, I mean, we'll put it this way. Leslie Nielsen has been in worse movies than Rob Schneider has. It's I don't know just if that's a straight true. up. It's a straight up fact. Dude, hey. Listen, you, do I need to pull out? Do we have to rewatch Kevin of the North? We do not need to rewatch Kevin of the North. Okay, then there oh, you go. <laughs> Ryudo does not know about Kevin of the North. It is probably the worst quote unquote comedy I've ever seen. So, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, not close. It's not close for me. And like we've watched the animal. <laughs> we've watched. We've watched a lot of the Grump Schneider and like. Adam Sandler kind of joint. It's it's worse than any of those that I've seen. Oh wow! Okay, it, that's it, hitting it, pretty bottom out, of the barrel. Yeah, it out Adam Sandler's Adam Sandler, and it is what a lot of Leslie Nielsen. Like, oh a yeah, lot somehow of yeah. Leslie Nielsen. That's something I would expect from like Rod Snyder and not Leslie Nielsen mm-hmm. to out mm-hmm. Adam right. Sandler. <laughs> it turns out Leslie Nielsen was just in a lot of stinkers. He wouldn't say no. He just always mm-hmm. said yes to everything. So it gave him a paycheck. Yeah. Speaking of things that he said yes to, we've got <laughs> Surf Ninjas, which it's contains very few surf <laughs> surfs and ninjas. It's <laughs> very little of either. Yeah, that was a just... very significant point where the game of um, the game, wow. The movie did just turn off the ninja and turned on the surf for like a little bit longer yeah. and then it just switched off both. It's like mm-hmm, slowly mm-hmm. turning a dial that says surfing ninjas and looking yeah. at the audience. <laughs> yeah, looking back uh, for uh, approval. Uh, oh, that's too many. That's too many. Yeah. Let's just do anything down. for anyone. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Unfortunately, they broke the knob about halfway through and neither of them showed up again. <laughs> and then like after about an hour of trying to fix the knob, they managed to like turn it on a little bit and they kind of like mm-hmm. wobble in a little bit of surf at the end. They right, totally right. With question mark ninja. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, there doesn't seem to be ninjas at the end. They front little ninjas. If you describe the film, though, so like Leslie Nielsen is a robotic samurai, half cyborg samurai, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. is trying to kill these two uh, kids who end up being princes of a kung fu empire with ninjas, and then they surf at the end, kind of sometimes when they feel like it, like. That sort of sounds like it could be a good movie in some way. 
I guess. The thing is, like, the way this movie is a good movie in some way. Yeah, in very some ways. And it's like the way you explained it does a better job of explaining the movie than how the movie, like, pushes you in to how it explains itself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It has has an identity problem, I think, is the main problem. But, Mm -hmm. yeah. A common theme with pretty much all of the Rough Cuts stuff that we watch is that us explaining things fills in a lot of gaps that you don't actually get while watching the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> while you're watching the movie, we can sum it up afterwards because we're like, okay, I can kind of piece together what they were trying to do. And we we mm-hmm. kind of set that down. But most of the time when you're watching the movie, 45 minutes, you're like, wait, why the fuck are we in this scene? Oh, I guess that they're trying to say this. And then we just kind of brush over it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And that feels a lot like this movie. This one starts out with these kids in school who it's a 15 year old. He's almost 16. And like his Mm -hmm. younger, like 10 year old brother, probably 10 around there. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like rad surfer dudes who just want to skip school and hate their dad. Who also, before the movie yeah, right. started, told them that yeah. they were adopted. <laughs> the yeah, scene that we don't get. Like, yeah. yeah, that's off camera. 30 I mean, seconds that... before the start of this, the movie, he tells them this, and we come in mid-conversation of him telling them, no, you're not my sons. <laughs> well, you know it's a Rough Cuts movie because there's a dead dad in the first 10 seconds. Oh, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. That's a dog movie. Yeah, it's a dog movie. Dog I know movie. a dog movie. Someone's dead in the family. <laughs> one of the parents. and I mean, that works. I. It's so weird that they just decide to start from there. Well, <laughs> they, they, they're adopted, but they also adopted Rob Schneider. <sighs> like, it's kind of like when you bring a dog home and you're like, can we keep him? Except for the fact it's a dog like walking through the front door and you can't get rid of him because there's food in the area. Oh, yeah. And that's literally the truth actually for the movie. There's food in the area, so Rob stays. Don't your parents ever feed you, huh? And don't they ever provide you with clothing except for my boxer shorts? I'd like to say that you're both just besmirching the fine names of dogs. We don't have to have everything be a dog. Rob Schneider's a Rob Schneider is a rat and they left out some meat. That's the problem. They're infested. This is not a pet. This is a pest. Yeah. No, that's a okay. different movie. Pest. Yeah, the pest is a different movie. That's a John, you know, like John oh, Leguizamo. What the hell's yeah. his name? Anyway, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. 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 Luigi. 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 Cut down. <laughs> you have to do it. You have to do it. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Rob is in the kitchen making beet omelets. Yeah. Beets? Because you can't have omelets. Rob Schneider on screen yeah. and not make a gross food. That's just like a requirement of his contract. Yeah. But And then they end up driving to school in their open air Jeep. And they go moto surfing in their car. Moto surf! Moto surf! Moto surf! Above the drums, the bass, the flute, the harmonica. Oh my god. Yeah, the coolest activity in this side of Hawaii, California. I didn't actually locate the place yet. And and it's a weird alternate universe where the cops only pull over white people. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I mean. 
Well, we'll get to that part later. Well, but moto I was going to say, it, it is actually completely though. like reversed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, for moto surfing, the thing that you do, you know, when you like put your, uh, <laughs> you jump out uh, not, and they're not on the wheel anymore and you're like waving your hands, you know, moto surfing, the thing <laughs> yeah. that everyone knows about. We all do thing, that. Yeah, yeah, you have some oars in your car, and you just start pretending that you're rowing your car along the street. Dangerous. Yeah, who didn't do that the weird when they were part, in high school? To be honest, why do they? The, the oars is the commonality <laughs> point, which is insane. Because, like, yeah, the cops pull over this, this, like, I don't know, jock. This, yeah, this white jock. Yeah, this and real like, preppy white kid. Yeah, yeah and he's like, I wasn't moto surfing. Oh, then what are these oars the doing? Oars. In your <laughs> yeah, team? what are you doing with these oars? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I mean, <laughs> what, what is he doing with those oars if he's not movie, motor surfing, right? huh? Yeah, what else would you do with oars, boys? Would you like I, to explain? <laughs> row a fucking boat? A canoe? I don't... <laughs> Nerd. You God, <laughs> lame. Yeah. Next wow, year, say you put Yowie on one of them. <laughs> wow, okay. No, that's true. I do do that. But um, <laughs> yeah, they, oh God, they all they all have yowie paddles, and they're just like, no, 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 we were moto surfing, officer. I swear, yeah, yeah that's no, officer. I swear, these are just pizza paddles. We use yeah. them to make pizzas. Why does this a yowie on it? Uh, uh, uh. Uh, and then they're wearing they're wearing braces to say I glomp for pizza or something. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, they go to school, and then the sanitation truck drives up, and it's full of fucking sanitation ninjas. Yeah. Or whatever. For some unexplained reason. There was a scene before this, too, with a couple of ninjas that try to attack them. They're walking out of the house, and a guy oh, yeah. jumps down behind them, like this ninja, just immediately. Mm-hmm. In the first three minutes of this movie. And he gets taken out by a... It seemed like an old man at first in a robe, but he's not that old. He's just like 30s, something like that. And he's uh, got a big eye patch on. And so he's protecting these kids as they're going about their day, beating up all of the sanitation ninjas and the roof ninjas. And one guy climbs in a window at the school at one point. I, there's a lot. Oh, of, yeah, yeah. Like the camouflage they're wearing is like blue urban. So it's really hard to see. Right, yeah, so. yeah, with the all the you know the yellow sands and the, the sunlight in the middle of the day, standing in front of the window. Yeah, yeah, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> uh, they have like, I think his name is Baba Ran, which is yes. a very bad yeah. joke. But he's supposed to be like the Dalai Lama that shows up to their school, and and they're introducing him to like the class and like. I guess I don't know. He's not some show that they're putting on, but for some reason they think Barbaran is a really funny joke to the kids, and it's unexpected, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is basically the Dalai Lama is what they're getting. Oh fuck! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, I wasn't, you know, that's fucking good. <laughs> I don't care. 
but they put I, on a I wish that we didn't show. have to talk about this scene. Can it's I just say bad, yeah. Somehow it comes back, so we have to. <laughs> we <laughs> have to. There's a full circle twice on this. Mm-hmm. It sucks. So he's, I don't know why he's this dignitary, but... and the the main kid is supposed to be doing a greeting for him for some reason, like 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 a speech. Yeah, yeah. There's some speech. We have no idea why he's picked. I right. I, I like <laughs> the only reason that I can think of is racism, which ah! is, it must be. Honestly, <laughs> that seems yeah, like they, they explicitly the say it though, because the principal is like, "We need an Asian American kid to oh, introduce." Does he her. say it? Oh, fuck, they I missed that. Okay. Oh, they okay. said it. Yeah, the reason oh, is yeah. racism. Well, that's good because we're about to get yeah. more racism. Yeah, it only goes downhill from there. That's the that's actually the most respectable point so far, and will be the most respectable Ugh. point for the entire movie. So he gets up on stage and goes to do his speech and instead launches into Barbaran, but instead replacing it with like Bal Balaran. I think it was Balaran. I it was like Baba Yan. I thought it was Balaran, is what I thought it was. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's so the they, laziest they joke. Slightly. <laughs> it Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, they have a full stage so, show, so that's kind of it's unexpected. So it kind of gets like a little it's, bit of that huh, out of you. It's like when you're watching a movie and then a freight train crashes into the wall of your house. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, you just have it's to laugh a little bit. Yeah, it's irrelevant to the next scene, but they set that up as like a comeback later. I guess whatever. Uh, anyways, they go home to uh, the restaurant that their adoptive father owns, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're That's talking. That's a burger joint, yeah. And and he's like, oh, no, yeah, because they're just talking. And then yeah. uh, the eye patch guy shows up again. Yeah, the one outside of the window, the standing outside of the window in his, like, tattered raincoat. Yeah, and he's just staring mm -hmm. creepily at them. They're like, oh, my God, the boogeyman's here. They're like, That's not the boogeyman. That's Sagat. He's here. It's Sagat. <laughs> Watch out for his tiger, tiger knee. Shots. Tiger <laughs> knee. Tiger. 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 Uppercut. Shit. Damn, he's good. Uh, and as he walks in, he's like, hey, I'm Sagat. Then a bunch of ninjas just start breaking through all the windows in the joint, ignoring the door. Right, right. And so does Sagat, though, is the big thing, because the ninja's broken through the window, and so what does Sagat do to enter the building? He just continues to destroy the window to gain entry to fight these ninjas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the hell is up with that? <laughs> hey, listen, we had, like, five sheets of sugar glass, and it, it turns out we only had four ninjas, so you want to have some fun? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, we do. So, <laughs> fair enough. So they start beating up the ninjas, but then more come. So Sagat takes the kids, and also Rob Schneider for some god-awful reason, uh, <laughs> out of the, the restaurant, leaving their father behind so that he dies to the ninjas, hopefully. That's his plan. To save them a little time, I think. I don't know what the hell his plan was. Yeah, and somehow he didn't leave Rob Schneider for this. Yeah, what? Right. There's a lot of perfect opportunities to merc Rob Schneider, and they just never go for it. It's not it's a very brave movie, apparently. <laughs> no, but they jump under the boardwalk, and this is the moment where it's time for an exposition. 
Oh, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20 minutes in, we can finally learn what the fuck is happening. <laughs> but first he has to tell Rob Schneider to shut the fuck up again. You must be quiet now. Quiet! You must be quiet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he tells them... One of those other moments, again, oh, that we yeah, talk yeah. about a lot. Sorry, I apologize. I just yeah. had to say, it's one of those moments that we get a lot in these movies where it's like, okay, telling us why the movie is bad doesn't make it better. We all want Rob Schneider to shut up. We get it. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. no one's pumping the brakes on that one. No, sadly. It's a shame. So he tells the two uh, boys that they are both two princes. That's what I said now. <laughs> and they have a big flashback to their home country on an island full of a glorious kingdom, which is then attacked by Leslie Nielsen dressed as a samurai for some reason. And he's the only royal guard they have of all the royal guard. The one. That's him. That's I'm the him. royal guard. <laughs> There's those two people with fans that let him escape. That's, That's maybe true. Royal Guard? Maybe there's Royal Dancers yeah. and they just happen to be in the area. Could be, yeah. And, and Leslie Nielsen is attacking him and he like slashes his eye. So that's where he gets the eye patch by having ketchup laid on his face. <laughs> yeah, he has <laughs> a, a small, life. small. Yeah. there's a little bit of ketchup from Leslie Nielsen's blade because he was making some burgers earlier and it just gets mm-hmm. in his eye. It's really dangerous stuff. You can always go blind from, you know, yeah, there's sugar objects in, in the eye. Like, it's yeah. real important to keep your eyes protected. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I think Sagat, I'm just going to call him Sagat from here. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> he like punches Leslie Nielsen while holding the baby, one of the two babies, I guess. In his oh, family. yeah. He does the and, baby launcher. Yeah, because he, he throws the baby a lot and runs with the baby and shakes the baby. <laughs> which you're supposed to do i i learned that from uh um babysitting mama on the wii <laughs> supposed to do that <laughs> and i don't know about you all also as as we were talking about mm-hmm. nessie nilson you know attacking yeah. the kingdom and whatnot this is not handled seriously either leslie nilson's like comedically tripping around and kind of getting bumped around and stuff like that and I think it's just at this point in the movie, it's like, oh, they have two very awful conflicting styles of comedy trying to go into this, and they're both feel awful on its own, and mm-hmm. between Rob Schneider and Les- Leslie Nielsen, and now they, it's just getting close to like them clashing, and I'm just like fearing for the moment that they are ever going to come in contact. Which is yeah, weird. there's these two black holes on either side of the movie that are yeah. slowly through their gravitational pull getting closer and closer to a finale. And you're like, oh, God, I don't I don't even want to no. know. I don't want either side of this. And now I'm just getting torn in half by this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like Leslie's trying to do his classic like slapstick airplane jokes. Mm-hmm. And then Rob Schneider is just being an asshole the whole time and saying racist shit constantly. And it's just like, shut the fuck up, Rob. <laughs> Which really leads into the next scene, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So, But Leslie Nielsen gets stepped on by an elephant and that was a cyborg. <laughs> I forgot about that. Here's, here's the trick for you, though. Know? Racism leads into every scene in this movie. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so the boys get picked up by a cop who is played by Tone Locke. The rapper behind Funky Cold Medina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not not a character tone lock. The rapper tone lock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he drops them off at their uncle's house, which is the racist wheelchair-bound Rob Schneider. Great. You must be quiet. 
<sighs> Anyways, so as they're in the house, Sagat is there too, I think, and they're just kind of talking more about what to do next. And the younger brother is playing his Sega Game Gear. And as he puts in Shinobi for the Sega Game Gear, which you can buy now for the low cost of $49.95 at your local Target. <laughs> or Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Or Toys R Us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got KB or toys KB or Toys. Or KB Toys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The game changes, and it shows the, the Surf Ninjas symbol from the poster. Crown Prince Otto would become a true visionary. That's weird. Where's Shinobi? And it shows him wearing a a headband and doing ninja stuff. And then it starts showing like ninjas outside killing cops, like just breaking their necks and like stabbing them, which is a pretty cool video game. (laughs) And and then some ninjas show up outside and they start killing cops and breaking their (laughs) necks. (laughs) <laughs> Which is a pretty cool part of this movie, if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> and they say video games aren't art. <laughs> and then, yeah, the, the Game Gear starts mimicking real life. But they don't really acknowledge it yet, because Sagat just, like, turns on the gas oven and sets a candle, and they just fucking cheese it. And this mm-hmm. is the highest concentration of ninjas we've received in the entire movie and will receive in the entire movie. They the, they blew their ninja budget on this one. These ninjas are having a real good time because they're like going up three steps doing backflips. And like it's it's there's like 20 of them. So much effort for so little distance. <laughs> yeah, I was happy with how many extras they had in this. We were talking about that at the time. Ryudo and myself were just like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they they went all in on the ninja part of this one. Unfortunately, they blew the ninja budget early because they just stopped doing them eventually, pretty much right we, after this. Like, literally, we don't see any other ninjas from this point onward. No. Yeah, I don't think the ninjas show up at all, actually. Yeah. No, because when we no. get to the island where General Chi, Leslie Nielsen's character, uh, uh, is running things, they're all just soldiers then. Like, they're mm-hmm, no longer yeah. ninjas. They have guns Which, and army stuff, and yeah, that doesn't really make sense. It, it actually, the roles get reversed, honestly. It's like mm-hmm. the main characters become the ninjas who just happen yes. to know kung fu. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I, I don't know what movie they were trying to make. <laughs> they didn't either. This movie yeah. goes through some wild tonal shifts and like plot shifts that just don't really follow or make sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, for the way example, forced... Tone Lock, the lieutenant who they had called as uh, earlier, just kind of randomly joins them at one point. We'll get to that. <laughs> but it, his motivations, they're like, well, why would you want to join? He goes, I don't know. I need a vacation. This seems fun. Right. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. sure. So as they're leaving the house, Rob Schneider says something like, wow, wouldn't it be weird if, like, the house we just left exploded or something? Ha <laughs> ha. Mm-hmm. And then the house explodes, and he's like, holy shit, I have X-Men powers. Yeah, I'm a brain genius. I can just will wow. things to existence by coincidence. I don't think you want to go back there, man. Our pal Long John Silver here left the gas on. Real bright. I mean, what if the house blows? Oh! Oh! I have to admit, 
I did laugh a fair bit at just the way that he delivered the like, well, what if that house blows up? Because <laughs> the the setup for this is that the protector man, Sagat, puts like a, turns on all the gas in the house and puts in a candle and like a match to set up a trap and blow the house up. And then he's like, you know, that was real dangerous back there. I can't believe you left that gas on. Like, what if the house blows up? Which is just, I don't know. <laughs> that was the whole point? Yeah. yeah Did you what? not? How'd you not understand the plan? It's a it's a decent enough joke when it was delivered well. And I, it's yeah. the one time that I will give Rob Schneider credit for delivering a joke reasonably well. So Sagant tells the boys, hey, by the way, again, you're princes. And now that you don't have a home because it just accidentally blew up for some reason spontaneously on its own, which I didn't cause, we, we should go back to your home, you know, island and take it back. It's your destiny. You have to do this because I told you and also forced you into this. But first, we need to go and find out some of your subjects. Let's go down to the local fast food Chinese place. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you to but, the Imperial Palace. But <laughs> before that, he does call mode. the two boys princes, and he's like, oh, are you going to bring this commoner Rob Schneider with you? This absolute buffoon? This stupid jester? This absolute <laughs> failure of a human being, Rob Schneider? But what of this one, the commoner? And then yeah, it was weird that he said it by name, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's not his character name, either. Right, so right. They, no, he yeah, just showed up this set. <laughs> Like the whole movie's hinting at Rob, get the fuck off the set. Every <laughs> <Yeah>. scene. <laughs> we keep trying he to just, give him more money to leave, but he won't accept it. He doesn't take the hint. It's like, yeah. <sighs> but yeah, they they show up to the incredibly racist restaurant scene. Uh, well, it's not just racist. We also get a whole lot of weird misogyny kind of stuff because that yeah, his. The 15-year-old kid, just want to emphasize that again for a moment, mm -hmm. um, is in an arranged marriage from his father that he's never met. And it's with the restaurant owner's daughter who he's like, well, this is fucked up. I shouldn't be in an arranged marriage. But then he sees that she's hot. <laughs> so then he's all for it now. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, they, they show that off. It sucks. And then the next day, the younger brother is playing on the Sega Game Gear again, which you can buy now at your local KB Toys. More games out this Christmas. Check it out. Mm -hmm. And also, we have a tie-in game. Check out Surf Ninjas for the Sega Game Gear. <laughs> <laughs> which is a different game. Actually, I yeah. quick aside, I've played a little bit of Surf Ninjas on the Sega Game Gear. It is very uh, Hokuto no Ken for the Master System. Oh, really? Oh, it's, that's not it's good. It's just Kung Fu on Genesis, basically. Yeah. It's, it's real bad. It's real bad. And it's nothing like the game in the movie. Which is <laughs> false advertising, if you think about it. Fuckers. I don't want to think about it. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. Uh, so they Don't make me think about Surf Ninjas, the video game. Oh, the the younger Haiti. brother uh, sees some ninjas attacking the restaurant in his Sega Game Gear. And guess what? There's ninjas attacking the restaurant, but in real life, not just in his Sega Game Gear. Ooh. Guys, look at this. So they go in and they have a fight scene with all these ninjas. And the older brother 
like his legs start shaking and his his arms start shaking <laughs> and he's just doing a wiggle and then the spirit of Bruce Lee inhabits his body. It's like a possession. Of it ghosts. looks so weird. He just starts wobbling like Jello. <laughs> I was jokingly theorizing that this was puberty happening and he just gained <laughs> Bruce Lee powers. I guess. I don't, it doesn't really make any sense why it happens other than that it's his destiny. Right, right. Mine was more like a Jackie Chan thing, honestly. So I can understand the confusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. I, I had Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's not as good. <laughs> hey, okay. Oh, hey, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Iliad regrets. The <laughs> uh, small child. I am just li- we're moving on. The small kid. The t- other child is also going through puberty, and as is usual for children going through puberty. Generally, that's around the time when your body goes through a lot of changes and you might have your psychic will become manifest in reality as a thing called a a stand, stand. yeah, Yeah. Uh, which is translated through his game gear through which he uses an item in to pick up an octopus, which means, of course, an octopus appears in front of him in the fish tank so he can grab it and throw it on a ninja's face and have it like start digesting his face or something mm-hmm. like octopus do <laughs> yeah and he gets 500 points for it yeah that's the important oh, yeah part. god right yeah, i forgot that he always keeps on going like wow high score every time that he does something. <laughs> wow gaming <laughs> whoa whoa video games <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty cool so, pretty cool so they end up saving the arranged marriage wife from Ooh. the ninjas and oh they, right yeah, that's the this movie's just like, wow, that's really funny. Holy shit, that's a downer. <laughs> yeah, also literally yeah, yeah, yeah. You have this kind over of funny moment and then 5 seconds later it's like, okay, how did he do what did he do with that? Oh, he saved his Ch- arranged child bride. You're like, "Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's no. yeah. significantly harder to laugh at now." Great. Thanks, movie. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're getting on a boat to go back to their their island that they originally came from. Mm-hmm. And Tone Lock shows up. And he's like, hey, I'm here to save you. You know, this Sagak guy is trying to kidnap you and take you to Street Fighter Island. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Not the plot of accurate. Street Fighter, just like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they yeah, both yeah. go to islands and <laughs> fight in tournaments. <laughs> I think... I played a no, Street no, Fighter. You're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, they're like Hadouken, Electric Blanca, Electric Broken. Yeah. Fatality. Yeah, you got the Hadoukens coming out. Hadouken Sub Sub Zero. Hadouken. I'm Electric Blanca Sub Zero. That's that's a different. I'm Chun Li. I'm Sub Zero. That's a different franchise. Uh, and and then as Tone Lock is is trying to save them, the younger brother's like, "We're not being kidnapped. We're just conducting a revolution <laughs> against the patriarchy and the monarchy. We're gonna take down this evil organization. Let's go. We're not being kidnapped. We're starting a revolution. 
everything is cool. <laughs> Fuck the government. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Tone Lock immediately becomes the only good cop and quits his job to join the revolution. Mm -hmm. Well, he doesn't quite quit his job yet because Sagat yeah. gives him the good pinch. Oh, yeah, the good pinch. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, right. The one that yes. makes you orgasm asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tone Lock, look, he was in a different world when that those hands touched him. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I wish that were me. Lieutenant, good night. Oh, yeah. Good night, baby. Yeah, he yeah. wakes up on the boat after they arrive, and they're like, whoa, Tone Lock, are you going to arrest us? He's like, no, nah, I'm just here for vacation now. And also, I feel like I should join you. Like, it's my, my destiny. Destiny. <laughs> destiny. We're going to be hearing that a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, it's super weird. I don't... <laughs> Like, whatever. I guess they just need a tone lock there. Whatever. Right. Which I, I agree. They need a tone, tone lock, lock there, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> tone that lock was the is like the anti-Rob Schneider. Yes. we. It's the actual, like, no one in this movie, everyone's intended to be cool in this movie, but no one is cool in this movie except for, like, tone lock. Tone yes. lock is badass, yeah. <laughs> 100%. The other weird thing is, this might, this might fit into the uh, <laughs> spirit of Bruce Lee entering your your body. Uh, the older brother gets more ripped as the movie goes on. Yeah. <laughs> sure does. Those Which 90s overalls weren't doing anything for his body, but See, man, it, when he hit that island, he became tan and baby buttered up. Just like, he, he get jacked. It's like the classic hero arc. You know, there's a, there's a transformation. <laughs> it's like poetry. It rhymes, you know? <laughs> yeah, to continue the Joe Jonas of this, this kid is 15 again. I'm going to put up a picture of him when he's on the island arc of this anime that we watched. The, the island arc gets wild because he gets, so fucking, he gets so fucking shredded. I'm going to put it up on, like I said, on the Twitter because, oh my god, this 15-year-old is just unbelievably jacked. Oh god. But he... Yeah, they, so they, they make it to the island and they're trying to sneak across to get back to, like, the palace and take out General Chi. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I do want to mention one other joke that I did really like about the General Lee thing. Uh, or General, General Chi? Chi, sorry. Yeah. There was one joke that Leslie Nielsen was doing this whole time that feels wildly out of place because it's so counter oh. to Rob Schneider stuff going on. And it's just the Leslie Nielsen, Nielsen slapstick stuff. But he has a phone that is in his secret base that he keeps answering to give directives to his underlings. And he's always across the base from it. So he's always like running to it. And he has like this voicemail message. And I don't know why, but that just kind of got me every single time. Because he's constantly like racing for the phone. He picks it up the one time after missing it. And he's like, wait, were you the ones that phoned me earlier? Like, I'm trying to figure out. They, they hung up. They didn't leave a message. No, it's not. Ah, God damn it. Like, yeah, right. Just, yeah. <laughs> like the early phone problems of the 90s. Just amazing. I don't know. For some reason, it just clicked right it's a right joke. i don't think it fits the tone of the film no not at nothing all. does no. for that matter though yeah like that that's the problem with this movie is that we have moments of like tone lock doing things that are really funny and badass and you have like a couple of little jokes here and there from like leslie nielsen's side of the movie but then it'll just immediately like we said hit like okay haha funny phone joke okay what are we into next Oh, child bride in racist restaurant. 
great. Yeah, <laughs> like it just you're on this roller coaster. Yeah, the setting's already kind of bad enough, but then mm-hmm. then you have Rob Schneider just really ringing it at home oh. with like, oh, now you're just saying the quiet part out loud and over and over uh, and over again. And he won't shut up. And they're going stop. through the the jungle to a song about them being in the jungle. Yes. Oh, we haven't <laughs> mentioned the soundtrack. God, the oh. fucking soundtrack sucks in this movie. You're, you'll be proud to know. Like, oh, go ahead. Oh, go I was going to say, you'll be proud to know that th- I, I searched up the song in the meantime, and that song is appropriately named Our Jungle. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. song in this movie is just explaining what is happening on screen at the time it's happening, and it makes no sense. It, none of it fits the the theme of a goofy surf ninja movie at all. It's. I do want to be knows. a little fair because this is early 90s, and this is when music was changing. So, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie has the same problem, by the way. Although I like that soundtrack, oddly <laughs> enough, uh, I, I ironically like that soundtrack. This one, though, is in that same like I don't know, music's changing. What the fuck do we put in here? Do we put like '80s, you know, like classic rock? Do we put '60s surf music? What do we want? What is this movie? And yes. they don't know because the culture hasn't changed yet. Mm-hmm. I'm answering all your questions. The answer is yes. We put all of it in. <laughs> they just put everything in. They didn't That's think what about they did. It. Yeah. <laughs> They've yeah. got the Barbara Ann jokes. They've got like, it's not welcome to the jungle when they go on the surfboards later, but it's basically that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just yeah. 80s hair rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. None of it fits the theme at all. And I don't think they knew what the hell was going on or what they should do for the soundtrack. Uh, but th- they're walking through the jungle. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, tonight. <laughs> and as they're walking through, uh, Sagat's like, hey, we need to go get some knives. Oh, can't we just buy those at the store? You can't just buy knives. And this sets Rob Schneider off on a fucking tangent of oh ten minutes God. of, oh, well, I could I could just go and cut this, but I can't go buy a knife. <laughs> <laughs> we have to walk around for this rubber plant. On the third day of the expedition, they came across a giant rubber plant. Unfortunately, they could not cut it down, for as we know, money can't buy knives. Walking around the plant, they continued on the shores of Patusan. Because we can't cut it without a knife that we can't buy with money. I have $100,000, but I can't buy any fucking knives. There's no <laughs> knife stores. And everybody is just so sick of him. And they're like, how the fuck do we shut Rob Schneider up? Is there no way we can shut this chattering monkey up? And Tone Lock. <laughs> Tone Lock, yes. Coming in. Man, I love Tone Lock. Because... Tone's like, well, I would stab Rob Schneider with a knife, (laughs) killing him in a bloody pit of nothingness, but I can't buy a knife. knife. (laughs) Yeah, he totally saves this entire joke. This stupid, really, really long tangent for no reason, and Tone Mm -hmm. Lock just comes in and sweeps it off at the end. (laughs) It's real good. You know, I'd cut him, but I don't have a knife. I love that, man. (laughs) Tolok is really like a saving grace for this movie, like in so many ways. He fits a role that just keeps, like you said, just sweeps off the joke. He's there to sweep off the joke extremely well. He's there to yeah. save Rob Schneider's failures. Right, right. And then Rob Schneider's the one who gets all the adoration and gets more movies. It sucks. I don't, ah. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> Past the knives, they go to a sacred temple site that 
he had because he needs to teach him more ninja ways, I guess. And so they have this big fight scene where slash training montage thing with the main child and Sagat are fighting and he's they're doing like all this spear fighting and sword fighting and different things. Finally, the child picks up a sacred sword that's in the middle of this temple and a bunch of heavenly music comes in and he gains his <laughs> ultimate stand powers and has his ninja-ness confirmed, I guess. I don't know. He's suddenly absolutely shredded, does a big shirt ripper attack on, <laughs> on Sagat to show off his prowess. And hey, there you go. You know what the cool surfer kids are into? Zoro jokes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what'll hit. They'll love the yeah. Zoro joke. I love that one. Never mess with Zoro. Uh, he's he's super powered because of his super cool golden katata. Yeah, cool. he, he does find that master sword and suddenly is just the hero of Island. It's kind of a He-Man situation. Yeah. Like no, it is. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. It is wholly a He-Man situation. Yeah. Yes. Well, at least he doesn't do the, I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed. You know, when he gets the sword. <laughs> but he should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should. No, 100%. He should. And <laughs> they they leave the jungle. And as they're walking over a a tight, like, walkway. Uh, Rob Schneider is like, wow, it would be weird if someone tripped and fell and hit their head and died in a horrible death. This trail is massively narrow. What if somebody fell? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> and to our disappointment, it's not Rob Schneider who gets it's the end of that Rob. one. <laughs> it's never Rob! Yeah, so Tone Lock starts tripping. <laughs> <laughs> start finding some shrooms and going off on his way that's as much continuity as this movie has i'd be in for that let's yeah, yeah. You're like whatever i'm in i have nothing Just else to lose lock, pick up a weird mushroom in this <laughs> jungle right. and then like ah. turn into a documentary follow him around right. we stand has been unlocked the funky cold medina yeah <laughs> fuck yeah they fall into this camp this chain gang camp where all of general cheese soldiers are keeping people like doing manual labor and Mm -hmm. they all get captured except for game gear kid who slides underneath the truck and unlocks his stand real quick to hack a jeep so that he can drive it uh and as Ryudo, you said this at the time, he had two things, right? Yep, yep. He had two quality character traits. One, the Game Gear kid. And two, he keeps saying he wants to drive. It's like the most important thing to this kid. He's mentioned mm-hmm. this to God multiple times. He just wants to drive. He doesn't want to start a revolution. He wants to drive. And if I'm a prince, then I'm gonna, I don't have to have a driver's license. I can just drive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's no laws in this land. 
So he the starts he... doing his driver's test right now and instantly fails it by running over about six different pedestrians, <laughs> i.e. the soldiers. It's not a fast drive either. He slowly no, crawls it's really over. Really yeah, slow. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I'm stealing a car. This is my one character trait outside of Game Gear. I want to drive. <laughs> I... <laughs> Alright, good. Excellent. Very slowly back up over like six of them. Hey, what's up? It's really good, actually. It's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, this kid is going parking lot speed at most. <laughs> and, and that gives uh, the older brother enough time to break free and start attacking the ninjas. And then everybody else breaks free, I guess. Because, like, oh, he goes into the truck and, yeah, yeah, and cuts yeah, yeah. He their chains, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He cuts um, Tone's chains. And then everyone else, yeah. like, D-keys. Everybody's like, oh, we can leave now. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and, yeah, him, he beats people up. Tone Lock starts beating people up. Sagat starts beating people up. Rob Schneider fucking leaves. <laughs> and we figure out we figure out his uh, arranged marriage wife and, is yeah. a murderer. <laughs> oh, like, is, he is violent. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. She is violent and she and, loves battle and blood. And, and wow. the main character just rolls his eyes, like, oh, come on, wife, you're embarrassing me. We gotta go. Oh, stop killing everyone. Yeah. Oh, it's taking so much time. <laughs> You're too good at this. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so they, they go back to the, the village with everybody else that they've uh, freed. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then the arranged marriage girl uh, finds the younger or the older brother mm -hmm. and in the jungle. And she's like, hey, by the way, the whole arranged marriage thing, uh, that sucks. <laughs> and I hate traditional values. And this is all bullshit. So fuck that. And you know what? Good job. Yeah, surprisingly yeah. self-aware on that aspect. Good uh, job. Actually give autonomy to the main female protagonist in any 90s movie, for one, but two, in Surf Ninjas, out of all movies. Yeah. Yes. Look, all my life, I've been doing everything that was expected of a traditional Patusani girl. And? Well, and who do my parents think they are telling me who I'm going to marry? I mean, I'll decide who I'm going to marry, not them. That is, if I marry. I mean, that was a really swell kiss and all, but I just didn't want to hurt your feelings about the marriage thing. <laughs> well, and having it also be in a way that, like, she's not involved with somebody else or anything like that. And he's like, oh, like, so you don't want to be with you? She's like, well, no, like, I, we can date. It's just, you know, like. <laughs> I just I'm, don't want it to be an arranged thing I didn't have a choice of. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it, it does a good yeah. job there. This is why, again, it's that neck snapping, like, back and forth of this movie. Because then five seconds later, you'll have... Like yellow face cyborg, just like why is right. that okay? <sighs> he was working on sharpening his, his turkey cutter, I think, at that time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I don't want to. That doesn't make any fucking sense either. Nothing that never like that camera came to any fruition. I'm actually a little bit surprised. Yeah, they should have brought that back. Right, uh, they brought so many but, things back. So. The younger brother is walking around with some people from the village, and he's having a uh, epiphany with his stand that it's not only the Game Gear that tells you things, it's also the Game Gear in your heart. 
that you bought at Toys R Us for fifty nine ninety nine. <laughs> or actually, microplastics like are bad. They're killing all of us. Yeah. <laughs> have a Game Gear inside of us. So he uses the power of the Sega Game Gear to materialize surfboards out of the jungle. I guess. Uh, yeah, it's like that Archer guy from uh, FGO. I can't remember what that movie is called. The, the Million Swords oh, thing. you are the bone of my surfboard. Right. Yeah, you are the bone of my surfboard. I have made over 100 planks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he makes all these surfboards, and then all the villagers are like, let's surf up, brah. And, and an entire army of surfing kung fu ninjas. Uh, ninjas question head mark. Head off. And also... Yeah. Uh, Rob Schneider, who has never surfed before and is always a poser, still can't surf, but is still a fucking poser. (laughs) (laughs) Which is great. I'm glad he has no character arc. That is fantastic. I love that. For a movie called Surf Ninjas, it's just like such a weird like character arc, quote unquote, because he's at the front of the movie, like biding his time, trying not to surf, avoiding the one surf scene that the movie has had so far. And it comes full circle. It's like, well, yeah, I can't surf. And everyone's like, yeah, well, we've all been laughing at you this entire time. Which one? Good. But it's just like they gave the title of the movie and the whole core point of the movie, like, full circle all to Rob Schneider. I was like, oh, that does not sit well with me. I hate that. I hate that mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> Why did yeah. he get to learn how to surf at the end? It's appropriation is what it is. It sucks. <laughs> uh, any, anyway, so Tone Lock also says something really weird where it's like, man, brothers don't surf. <laughs> <laughs> so what like, the fuck? Damn, they came through with that. I'm, I'm both not surprised, but I'm also surprised it was in this movie. What the? <laughs> anyway, they surf their way to the palace. Sure. Whatever. I won't lie, the scene was actually pretty cool for that many surfers at one time. I'll give him credit. Yes. There were, yeah. It was a good stunt, but it was mm. for the incorrect song. <laughs> Another literal song? What do you mean it was incorrect? It, the song says it's correct. They did it to like <laughs> slow 80s hair rock, like a ballad <laughs> about how uplifting this moment of this army of surfers is. What? It's not fun at all. What were they doing? Their best. But I, I agree with Ryudo, though. It is nice that at least that the one thing we like to try and say some good things about these movies. And I, I will say, like, they put in, at least for, like, the budget, there are extras and stuff. Like, it doesn't look mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Like, it, it does have a lot of that stuff going on for it. Because there's some cool shots of, like, the t- 20 ninjas assaulting a house or, like, the 20, 30 surfers here. Like, that's actually pretty rad to have them all organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the tricks that they're doing and the action they're doing, when they have action scenes like that, are really, really cool. I, I am actually legitimately like impressed with that. Yeah. So they they attack the palace mm. and all the fighters from the Choose Your Fighter screen. Uh, <laughs> the older brother, the younger brother, Sagat, <laughs> uh, um, Killer Sonya Wife. Blade? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess she would be like Katana, maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, M- Melina. She's the murderer. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Uh, and Tone Lock, who is just Tone, yeah, Tone Lock on the yeah. characters. <laughs> they always have uh, crossover General characters Chi, and fighters now. Is, General yeah. Chi, who is like Smoke, Noob Cyborg, one one of the many cyborg Mortal Kombat ninjas. <laughs> yep. And he, so the half-cyborg samurai, General Chi, is also there with his Ooh. pistol that he uses as a samurai. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and they all start fighting, and then 
At one they... point, the best scene in the movie happens, which is when... There's like two best moments, honestly. There's some really good ones. Yeah, but so as so... they're fighting, the uh, karate girl uh, ends up throwing a guy down a flight of stairs, and then it zooms out. And it's like 10 flights of stairs (laughs) down this mountain (laughs) as he's rolling in real time all the way down. (laughs) 10 feels extremely light for how many steps this is. That was a lot of steps. (laughs) It's it's so funny. Like they that's such a good joke. Holy shit, what a good joke. It's a classic. It's a really good one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just him falling down over and over and over and over. And there's always the one, like, side badass character. We have Tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she loves This is just a JoJo arc. Yeah. She loves beating the shit out of people. Holy fuck. Right. <laughs> Wife, stop committing a murder. Let's go. No, I have to push this guy oh, down. Oh, you, you thought you were That's a murder. That's a, she's a murderer. She's not a fighter. Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's a corpse. That's just a corpse going down there now. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I More of the movie should have been that. That's what I'm upset about. Right. Uh, they figured it out at the end. Like, how can we push this over the edge? And I'm sure you're going to mm-hmm. get to it when they rescue uh, the, the real fake dad. And he has him at gunpoint. Oh, that's true. Yes. Because he's at gunpoint. General Chi walks out with the the adoptive father. Yes. And and he's like, I'm going to shoot him with my gun, like samurais do. And everybody's like, no, don't shoot him. We like him? Question mark? <laughs> Psych? Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. About that Maybe? <laughs> and, and then the younger brother's like, I have my game gear. How am I going to solve this problem with my psychic game gear pro- problem-solving skills? Uh, Ryu, what does he do with the game gear? What does he do with the game gear? Oh, he he loads that thing up with the best batteries he possibly has and flings it <laughs> like Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh throwing his card right at the hand of General Chi, knocking like, his gun out of his hand. It's like throwing a fucking brick at him. I was going right. to say, this is the most appropriate use of a game gear that I've seen yet in this movie because that mm-hmm. thing is a goddamn weapon. It's like 30 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Like my, my my suspension of disbelief did not need to do any work here. That's just real life. I would also mm-hmm. drop my weapon of destruction no matter what it was if someone threw game gear at me. Not even my hand, just at me. You have to. You've got to protect yourself. That thing will murder you. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I'm not trying to die out here. So uh, adoptive father meets back up with Sagat and the two boys and he's like, we should just leave. We should get out of here. And the older brother's like, no, I can't leave. And everybody's like, you know why? Yeah, you know why. It's in the book. We've said it every time in this movie. Because it's your destiny. Destiny. Ugh, I guess. Ugh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you chill here with Uncle Zatch. I'm going after you Chief. You can't go after him alone, Johnny. He can if it's his destiny. So he goes back and he starts fighting. And then that other guy that went down the stairs climbs back up slowly. And the older brother notices him and throws him back down the fucking stairs. 
Like, like he yeah, wrestling throws him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. does a big fireman's carry and then like throws him back down. And they just, I love too that they were smart enough to just reuse the footage. <laughs> like, yes, the yes. same footage of the same like doll ragdolling down all these steps. Which is, <laughs> it's better when it's just reused. It's really great. This dude deserves a raise. <laughs> I think he deserves a fall. <laughs> yeah, definitely doing the joke again. I this is actually a pretty great bit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, not again! <laughs> All right. And then All acknowledging right. it is really good as well. I'll give it. Yeah. That. I love that bit. I don't give a shit. It's such a good joke. I love it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, General Chi's only weakness is if he gets wet because of all his robotic cybernetic parts. So he's constantly saying, oh no, I'm wet. Oh, I'm wet. <laughs> I'm fine somehow. I, I'm not wet anymore. This movie does not make me wet. Haha, <laughs> 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 funny sex joke, except later. <laughs> I'm extremely dry watching Surf Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wet! And, and then he meets up uh, with the older brothers. So it's uh, Leslie Nielsen and the older brother fighting one-on-one. -on -one. And the younger brother uses his Sega Game Gear to hack into the, the world around him and take control of Leslie Nielsen's robotic parts with his hacking Game Gear. Like watchdog style. Takes control of the arm and starts like choking Nestle Nielsen out. Like it's with his it's own arm. It's just a stand. It's, it's just, just a stand. Jojo. <laughs> like this you know, is just JoJo's in so many ways. <laughs> I do love a moment where he loses his sword, uh, his gun, and the kid still has a sword. And he goes, "Hey, you've got your sword. I had, I had my gun. Don't you want this to be a fair fight? Shouldn't you put your sword down?" And the kid puts his sword down, and Leslie Nielsen just immediately <laughs> starts choking him, like just like Homer Simpson style, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you think would happen? I don't know. You right. fucking fuck? dummy. Like, you leaned yeah. over, put your guard down. Of course I'm going to fucking choke you out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. stole so, your buffoon. Just like in JoJo, the younger yeah. brother uses his hacking powers to cause his robotic arm to crush Leslie Nielsen's own balls. And yeah. this is shown in pretty Graphic decent detail, detail honestly. Yeah. You see yeah. the outline of a whole dingus. And then you he pushes sure him do. To yeah, he pushes him towards like a, a pool of water nearby, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's about and then to fall. Leslie, in. yeah, Leslie Nielsen yeah. looks at him, and he uses his own stand to go. Wait, are you going to push me in the water? And, it's, and you see the yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, and the older brother's like, "No, nah, I guess I won't." Psych. Die, Leslie Nielsen. And and he explodes in electrical nonsense in the water. Sure. Yeah, they, they electrocute Leslie Nielsen in they this, They fucking actually. kill him. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, he never came back from that. So no. then it, hard, it yeah. hard cuts to the two boys being dressed up in, like, kingly clothing. Royalty, because yeah. Because they were actually not just princes, but specifically the royalty of the nation. <laughs> and they get brought up in a big ceremony to the thrones. And they're having a big thing. And also... That fucking 
Dalai Lama guy shows back up for another Baba Rand joke for some goddamn reason. What full the fuck? circle, full circle, full circle. circle. <laughs> Gotta have a payoff for everything. Yeah, so, like, the boys are arguing, like, I don't know what to say to these people. I'm just some fucking kid from, like, L.A. or whatever. What the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> and so the little boy's just like, uh, uh, what up, dudes? Yeah, surf stuff. And then the older brother comes up. He's like, by the way, fuck the monarchy. I'm dissolving all this shit. We don't need no fucking monarch. <laughs> do your own goddamn life. It's my first act as your king. Hereby dissolve the monarchy, give the government to its people, because your destiny to be free. But he gets interrupted in the middle of it, which is which is not unfortunate at all. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what happens? He just uh, he's like, oh wait, he looks all to his right, and then there's the man shambling up the infinite flight of stairs like Mario sixty four, finally made up to the top of enough stars. He's like, hold on a moment, goes back down, starts heading towards the dude. The dude just says, you know what? I'm going to sit my buns down down here. I'll just roll myself down these stairs. <laughs> I'll see you later. And the camera pans back out again, showing the shot of him ragdolling down the stairs. It's so good. It's so it's funny. The one it's... joke they really fucking nail in this. Like, there's a couple of ones that are pretty okay, but man, this one is just perfect. It's pitch perfect. I, I was dying. I was dying. <sighs> it's so good. And then he comes back. It's like, anyways... Fuck the monarchy. This is the <laughs> revolution we were talking about. It wasn't just taking down Leslie Nielsen. It was also dissolving this fucking ancient crap. <laughs> Had enough. Which, like, again, very oddly progressive for 93 Surf Ninjas. <laughs> yeah, there's some, <laughs> of like, all things. Yeah. There's those few moments where you're like, okay, yeah, no, this is great. Why why didn't they do this kind of stuff? And then immediately goes back to like, all right, now let's do a Barbara Ann yeah, joke anyways. for the Right, right. Movie Full circle again. <laughs> Barbara Ann is Beach Boys, right? Like, yes. Is is that what the kids like? Beach Boys? And they're like turning the dial, looking at the audience. <laughs> 80s, <laughs> 80s hair metal, yeah. Like, is that what the kids rock. want? Beach Boys jokes? In our surfing movie, which had no surf rock. Oh my Fuck. god. <laughs> there was zero surf rock songs. There was zero was surf rock. Movie. There was opportunity. Well, yeah. I was going to say opportunities, but opportunity. Just one, really. Uh, so that that's Surf Ninjas. That's the movie. Uh, there were technically some dogs. Uh, yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the movie, there was Shirt Dog, which was mm -hmm. Dog on Older Brother's shirt, which was a very good dog, and I would wear that shirt. Honestly, that shirt was pretty good because it was also pink. So I'm like, yeah. that actually kind of rules as like, a shirt. That's a fashionable shirt. I, I would yeah. give that shirt a uh, would buy at Hot Topic out of 10. That's oh, heck shirt. yeah. Yeah. That man had real big, uh, like, uh, Bruce Campbell in Burn Notice <laughs> energy, like Bruce, Bruce <laughs> yeah. Campbell in Miami. <laughs> no, that's true. I appreciated uh, it. Uh, another dog I remember was Beach Dog. So there was a ninja oh. on the beach that was going to attack them when they were surfing. And then he got hit by the surfboard and drowned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then his body washed up on shore. And there was a dog there looking at this ninja. Be like, oh, yeah, that's a dead ninja. <laughs> and, God, and then the ninja goes back ninja. into the water and the dog yeah. follows it to go like, <laughs> eat the corpse. That's a good dog. <laughs> that's a good dog. It, yeah. There's a really great shot of the body getting like pulled off of scene with like this like ravaging the corpse that <laughs> that is a good dog that is a would eat a ninja out of 10 dog 
Love mm-hmm. that dog. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I don't remember. Was there another dog? That, there was a there dog drawing on the fridge. There was a dog drawing. That was a good drawing. That was a good drawing. It was actually really, yeah. like legitimately for what they yeah. are doing. That's a pretty good drawing. There was I, a hot dog stand. I don't know if that counts. Yeah. I don't know if that counts. And we're not counting oh, Rob oh. Schneider as a dog. So Yeah, no. <laughs> we cannot. Not this not time. time. He's a bad there, boy. As I said, there was, there was as one I said more before, Rob Schneider is not a pet. He's a pest. He's a pest. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Ryuta? There was yeah. one scene that I couldn't tell if there was dogs or not because I was kind of phasing out of mental existence at the time. But there's like a pack of like after they say the people and like they're cheering out, out of their car. Like, either a bunch of goats or maybe a bunch of dogs show up. I just kind of saw furry creatures at the bottom of the screen for, like, half a frame before I snap back into reality. So, I need to count on that. that. Yeah, I would count that as a dog you see out of the side of your eye and then immediately look to. Oh, okay, okay. So, it's enough for me to catch my attention. It's dog enough. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, shit, was that a dog? Yeah. (laughs) As you're walking by. And then your day just gets, like, slightly measurably better. Just, like, one notch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that's Surf Ninjas. Yeah, I I want to say I really liked a lot of the action scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, as an aside, it, it it's not they're not amazingly choreographed, but you can actually tell uh, the two. I want to just shout this out real quick because the Sagat and the main character, like the main kid, are Ernie Ray's senior and Ernie Ray's junior, who oh, are word? both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're both really well-known, like, stunt coordinators and stuff. Like, they do a lot of martial arts and stunts. Uh, Ernie Ray's Jr. is in, like, uh, TMNT, both of them, like, the first two ones. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, did a bunch of stunt work for Indiana Jones later on and Avatar and just, just, like, lots and lots of different things like that. Like, tons of stunt work between the two of them. So it's kind of rad. And, like, a big father-son thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's I, pretty I, awesome. I don't know. I just like to. I just like to mention yeah. that kind of stuff. It's kind of neat. Yeah. All the stunt work was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie is not. <laughs> also, <laughs> no. Yeah. Ernie. Also, Ernie yeah. Ray's senior happens to be Akuma yeah. in the arcade and console ports of the live action adaptation of Street Fighter. <laughs> no, oh, I know Akuma. God. Electric Manga. <laughs> yeah. Electric Manga. Yeah. Rockabrookin. That's it. Uh, I know. All right. So, I think we're good. Rudo, would you like to shout some stuff out? Where can oh, we find you? Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, you can find me. Uh, just like these other two fine folk on twitch.tv slash Ryudo. I'm also on for the foreseeable time on Twitter <laughs> at Ryudo as well. But we'll see if we end up like going with like co-hosts or something like that. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see what the future brings on that one. Yeah, and that's uh, R-Y-Y-U-D-O. That's uh, right. Make sure to check them out. Great stuff. Um, that's it for Rough Cuts. You can check us out on twitter for now at rough cuts cast uh we also have a patreon rough cuts cast uh you can email us at roughcutscast at gmail.com if you have any feedback or uh fan mail photos anything you want to send us that's like things you drew that are cool fan art that would appreciate it uh, information about shows if we missed something and you yeah. wanted to mention something like go right ahead send us some stuff in uh we're also tiktok stars we have like a view you should check that out <laughs> um yeah i think i think that's it for this episode so 
thank you for listening everybody and and checking out the podcast we appreciate all the shares and such i'm gonna go back to playing some game gear so that's my plan yeah rock <sighs> shinobi you deserve it oh fuck this just says surf ninjas that doesn't even sound good <laughs> shit no not even the music's good come on surf ninjas <laughs> Is that actually a Surf Ninjas game? <laughs> yes! What the fuck is this? God damn it! it. <laughs> Do you actually have it? I was wondering. Nope, this sucks. Man, All right. sucks. Wow, what a surprise. See you next time. <laughs> if you were colorblind and had an IQ less than 12, then you wouldn't care which portal you had. Of course, you wouldn't care if you drank from the toilet either. Game Gear.